Hello. Huh? Hi, Lenny. Did you just... What? All right, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Big Beefing. Big Beefing. I hate that goddamn name. I hate it. Beefing. You don't like Big Beefing? No, it's the dumbest shit that you could have thought of for this podcast. We'll go Taco Bell. Yeah, the only way you could have trumped Big Beef <laughs> is by like doing Andy Milanakis. It's the only way. That show, man. You should love Andy Milanakis. No, Shane should love Andy Milanakis. Shane loves Andy Milanakis. Yeah. 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 That was an awesome show. I got they were talking about the friend of Andy's. Like, it tastes good in my mouth. Come on. I don't know. It's like Shane likes Seinfeld. I was a big fan of Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld Shane likes a lot of stuff ones. that nobody else likes. You know, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> so what? He said, "There's a lot of stuff I like that nobody else does." Like what? What else? I'm a trendsetter. I, I well, I mean, the biggest one. I like uh, DC comics more than I do Marvel. That gets me into a lot of shit. Well, uh, you know, you, you just got to find out certain fans that get mad about shit like that. Me. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I don't care. You know, I'll read whatever. I ain't yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I mean, I just, if you if you ask me which to pick, though, like I'm going to pick one. Why? Like it's, it's hard. It's hard to get an explanation out of you. You, you. It's like you like DC just on principle. I don't get it. I like uh, Xbox more than I do PlayStation. For? You know why? Why do they make us choose? Why? Why do they make us choose? People, people want it in this in the political climate today. You got to choose. You're either right or you're wrong. It's that, but it's DC and Marvel. How you be right or wrong? <laughs> That's how people are, John. And if you're not Marvel, characters. when you get online, if you're not Marvel, you're wrong. That's just how people are. All well, right, not in the real world. DC. Just, just I, I like uh, I like like Spawn. You know, I don't like them. I don't like that. But I like Spawn. Who, who makes yeah. Spawn? Dark Horse. So you're a third party. Yeah, yeah third party. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're third party. That's how, that's how I vote and politically, but so politically, I'd be an image guy. If comic books were politics, I'd be an image. Yeah, there you go. See, there you go. Uh, um, I'd, yeah. dark, I'd say Dark Horse. Well, my biggest like one Wars. was uh, was Sega. Like I, I love Sega more than I did Nintendo. What? Yeah. yeah, I was way more of a Sega fan. Yeah. Like yeah, you can't beat Sonic the Hedgehog and Lucia, man. Those are two of the be- best games back then. And the Mortal Kombat, come on. I, Fatality. I, I think I had more fun with Super Nintendo. If I remember as a kid, I had more fun with Super Nintendo. A lot of people did because of the RPGs, but Sega had some good RPGs too. No. Yeah, it also had Shinobi, the fucking samurai uh, ninja shit. Yeah. And well, then they had the Chameleon, I think, was a Sega game. Alex Kidd. I got a brand new Sega game up, upstairs. Brand new. They just made it, but it's for the Genesis. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah, this yes. guy, yeah, this guy in England, he uh, he actually got a kit from 1995, the same setup you would use to create a game in the 90s, and he built the game from the ground up off of that kit. It was an old computer. Like, he had the he had to he had to get online to just find the parts to build the fucking computer to make the game. Like that's how old it was, and he did everything like you would back in those days. Over wow. twenty years old, man. Why the fuck would you do that? Well, he wanted to be as genuine as possible. He wanted it to recreate. Yes, yes. I hear you. Know. I'll be genuine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, 
You know, I mean, it's still it's a pretty fun game. I've been playing it. It's, I've been enjoying it. That's like the people who want to use typewriters now. The typewriters coming back now. You know, fuck yeah. yeah. all that noise, dude. You make one mistake, one mistake, and you look back through your writing. You're like, oh wait, I misspelled that word, and I already wrote ten pages. Fuck. <laughs> I was I was listening to that this morning. Oh, typewriters making comeback. You know, you take the time and you enjoy writing. Like, no, fuck that. Like Aaron said, I'm making mistakes. Well, fuck. That's it. You know. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I, I, I like the feel of a typewriter, and I, I like the sound it makes and the mechanical noises as you're stroking keys and stuff like that. But I'm not gonna write a fucking novel on a typewriter. I might write my diary or maybe some memoirs. That's just something for my own personal use. I'm just using that as a hobby. I'm not going to do any actual work on a fucking typewriter. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say a Starbucks and watch a guy on a typewriter. I'm going to look at him. He's oh, so wouldn't that be annoying as hell? I'm going to take a fucking 10 pound hammer out of my car and smash that motherfucker right in front of him. <laughs> and then when he gets to like the end of the page, it makes that bell sound and he slams it back and it keeps going. You know? yep. I got to hear that three times. I hear that on the third time I'm breaking that bitch. I'm doing the Mark Wahlberg and the other guys where he picks his computer up and just breaks it in front of everybody. <laughs> Well, Aaron, what if he was? What if he just said his keyboard, like his computer keyboard, to make those sounds whenever he typed a keystroke? Oh man, why would you do that? Turn his computer down and say, "Go home," or turn it off. (laughs) Walk over to him, slam it closed. Get out of here. I don't give a fuck. It's called social, what's the word, uh, etiquette, social etiquette. I'm in a public place. I need, to be, I need to be considerate about other people around me. As That's something that all these individual expression people don't get. It's not about you being suppressed. It's about you having respect for the people around you that don't see life the way that you see it. So that doesn't mean you get to walk around butt-ass naked while people, someone's got their kids. It's like, man, come on. My child's eight years old. He doesn't need to see your penis. Wear some clothes. Yeah. Aaron, yeah, did you play the video game? What'd you say? Uh, I hit, you playing the video game? No, no. Oh, you, you, are you feeding a bird? Like, are you feeding pigeons right now? I hear pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> you sending There's a message a somewhere? Background noise coming on your Oh, own. it's probably just my fan. It's your fan. Feeding pigeons? It was sounding like a guy talking. I thought he was playing a video game or something. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have a console anymore. Man. Well, he could have bought ours, but we already sold it. So sorry. Yeah, I'm not gonna spend 120 dollars on a console that's getting upgraded. Yeah, what, you, you told your console, Shane? Yeah, we got we got an Xbox One X uh, yesterday. Yeah, why would I? Why would I pay to get the Xbox One S when the Xbox One X is out already? And they're already talking about another console out there. Oh, yeah. Mine wasn't even an Xbox One S, and it was just an Xbox One, straight up. Yes. So, you know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. It's two models I'll, behind. I'll keep my X1, my, uh, my, play, my, X1, but my Xbox until the next one comes out. Yeah, well, I thought about well, that, but, you know, you know, we're already buying 4K movies and. I don't know. It just it's I just wanted to see what the resolution was like. Oh, I got the uh the Resident Evil game by the way, the remake. Oh, any good? Oh man, it's pretty badass. It's way better. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that out then. So the puzzles are the puzzles are different now, but you know, it's a lot better graphics a lot better. You said what, John? 
that's a lot better than the graphics are. And the oh, experience by Shane's wife. <laughs> but the funny uh-huh. part is he, he still uses the damn typewriter. It's not a laptop. He still uses the damn typewriter in the game. Oh, oh, to save data? Yeah, it's still, it's still a typewriter. I'm kind of lost. I don't know what we were talking about. Oh, Resident Evil 2, Aaron. When you go yeah, to save even... the game, you have to you have to get on a little typewriter to save the game. Yeah, you is that why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta find ink ribbon and put it in the printer. I'm mean, put it in a typewriter, and that's how you save games on there. That's ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we, Aaron, we when we played that game, we only rented it on the Nintendo on your old Nintendo 64. What ended up happening? Well, I, don't remember, I don't remember playing it. What happened to your Nintendo 64? I remember 64? playing a lot of Mario 64 on that Nintendo. What ended up happening to it? I got left out in the rain. How'd you leave that in the rain? I think there was, a, there was a box full of my stuff that just got left out in the rain. I, 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 have a, I have this growing pattern of people not giving a shit about my stuff. <laughs> that isn't the first or the last time something like that's happened. Damn. Yeah, Aaron let people borrow his stuff, and that's what they did. They didn't borrow it. Sometimes they just did shit without it, without even talking to me. Yeah. Well, it got when I left, like there was kids that would just come up into the house and just get stuff and go. Like, oh, dude, yeah, I realized how bad it was. My mom told me that uh, her jewelry came up missing a couple of times. I'm like, God, I didn't realize it was like that. But yeah, um, there were kids that I had a Game Boy Color. Uh, I think I might have gotten it for Christmas or my birthday, and I played a crap load of Pokemon on that man. I mean, I say I played a crap load. Um, dad didn't end up getting me a, a copy of it for Chris for my birthday one year. Uh, he didn't know that I already had it, but I didn't care. I just, I just kept playing it anyway. And anyway, um, so a kid came up in the house and he put it in his pocket and I saw him put something in his pocket, but I never knew that's what it was, but he didn't end up bringing it back. So I don't, I don't understand why he did that. I guess the batteries died on it and he didn't know how to replace them. You literally, you just got to take a latch off of the back. And the batteries are right there, and you can just replace the batteries. Man, man, he saw Pokemon, and he's like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Take it back. Yeah, right. Oh, like, he, had a, he had another game in there when he brought it back. I don't know what game he had in it, but it wasn't Pokemon. Oh, so you got your you got your, your toy, you got your uh, Game Boy back and a free game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know, did. This is what my dumbass did. I got a, like, right before the Game Boy Color came out, I saw the commercial for those Game Boy Pockets, and, like, you know, they were slick, and, like, kids were sticking them in their back pocket. And I was like, oh, shit. That's badass. I got to get one of those. So I went out and got a, a Game Boy pocket. <laughs> and then a fucking month later, the Game Boy Colors announced. This was before internet days. So you didn't know anything was coming around the corner. And I was like, oh, dang it. So I got this old black and white Game Boy. And the only game I had for it was Superman. Superman and Pokemon. That was it, huh? And there's never it. been a good Superman game. So what does that tell you? That game fucking sucked. Oh, man, I remember the last Superman game. Oh, my God, that was awful. Oh, God. Well, the reason why they can't make one is because, you know, you basically are in God mode. If you play, you know, I mean, you can't take damage. So what's the point? Uh, Well, they make games like that all the time where you can put in cheat codes such as Grand Theft Auto or The Sims. You People still play those games. Oh, God. I I never really liked Sims. I, I don't care, you know. 
Oh, you didn't like uh, building somebody's house and leaving out the bathroom? No, no, Michael. Michael loves doing crap on the floor. Michael loves seeing. He loved playing that shit, man. Yeah, I remember Brittany asked me to build her a house a couple of times when we were growing up because she started playing it at like ten years old. She didn't know what the fuck to do, and so I just started building her all these random ass houses. They always look dumb. Well, Michael would always do that same shit too. Michael would be like, "Look, boy, I put my toilet." Next to my refrigerator. So if I'm in the <laughs> bathroom, I just go right there in the bathroom and go right back to you. <laughs> right. But doesn't it like if you if you if you have to do it in the doesn't it make them like, you know, like embarrassed or something? Like doesn't it... I, I I think I think it's, it's somebody else around, it makes them embarrassed. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it has to be yeah, a yeah, they can't use the bathroom in front of someone, or they they make like a they start they start cursing at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only thing I try to do in that game was just hook up with as many people as I, and I, I had skin, so like I'd have like the Justice League over or Spider Man. You know, they'd all be dressed up in costumes, like superheroes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael, like yeah, yeah. Michael did the same thing. Michael like having parties and kicking everybody out for no reason. I had a party. You wasted my time. You you invite all these people over. You kick them out of your house. It's fun, boy. It's fun. I can't do it for real, but I do it on here. (laughs) I guess the Sims. I guess you could do a good Sims if, like, you actually had like murder or something. Like, you could kill other Sims. You know, shit, shit, man, shit. That's, that's, That's too graphic. Like you, you go into your room and you pull a gun out your drawer and you just bam, bam, bam right? <laughs> you you son eight of a bitch. Ass, yeah, you know. You eight out of seven of your man. <laughs> the city has gone wild. Uh, <laughs> that'd be crazy. You're a murderer. Try not to get caught. <laughs> yeah, now the cops are fucking coming after you. It just turned into Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> You got a random detective showing up, and you got to try to dissuade him from finding any clues. Uh-oh. He found a spot of blood. Uh-oh. Uh, so then, so then you got to hit him over the head with a shovel and then bury the body. Down the back you got to partner. Where you have to bench press and make it look like an accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, could, you could do some twisted stuff in those games. <laughs> yeah, you could like leave, let a baby starve to death. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Maybe just crib crying his fucking lungs out, and your character wakes up at two a.m. mad as fuck. <laughs> I gotta go check on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know it's the Sims. It's kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah. The, it's gonna be like when I was because you know Sarah's got this. Uh, Red Dead Redemption game. I was thinking, man, how cool would it be if you could, you know, put on the virtual goggles and like get a haptic suit and like walk into the world, you know, and interact with stuff and like, you know, actually see what the character's seeing, you know, in the game. I wonder, I think that'd be cool. It'd be weird for me. Oh, we're going to ride a horse. Ah, oh, balls. You know. John, do you know how to ride a horse? The what? John, have you ever actually ridden a horse? Yeah, I've ridden a horse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of hard not to live in Texas and not do it at least once. Yeah. I remember. Have you done it once? My balls hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
It's not the most comfortable thing. No, no it's not. Especially when you're, you're in rocky rain and you haven't ridden the horse before and it doesn't know how to respond to your body movements. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a living animal underneath you, you know? I mean, it's not, it's not exactly you know, candy land. Yeah, it's, it's more fun when you fall off one or they kick you off. Yeah. That's what really you, Yeah, look at it. We got kicked by one or fell off one. So that's, that's a good part. I was looking up uh, Tombstone. You remember that old cowboy movie from the 90s? Yeah, yeah. Holiday. Yeah, apparently the uh, director of that movie was like, he wanted it to be as like realistic as possible. So he trained Val Kilmer and how to draw his gun like that. Like he had to practice until he got it that fast to where he could draw his gun out faster than anybody else. I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah, pretty, pretty uh, realistic. Apparently, the script was the original movie was way longer, and they cut a lot of shit out. Apparently, they were supposed to focus more on uh, Doc Holliday and um, why they're be, being friends. Mm-hmm. They just had to cut a lot of stuff out for for time. So it, it's too much about them, not enough about yeah. the other brothers. Yeah. Well, you know the way the the movie works. You you think the big part is the showdown at the OK Corral. But mm-hmm. that happens like midway into the movie, you know, and then the rest of it's wide Earp going crazy, fucking going after all the banditos. Which isn't really how it happened. And Doc Holliday really wasn't a great shooter. He's actually a dentist. Well, back in those days, a dentist was, was like a jack of all trades. I mean, a dentist was actually the doctor back in those days. I guess the point I need to make here is that after that shootout, it's recorded that he went into some building, sat there, and almost had a panic attack. Well, yeah. Uh, he had tuberculosis. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I mean, the, the firefight <laughs> shook him up. <laughs> I mean, you see him when he comes out of that damn bar, how, like, you know, he's pale. I mean, like, way too pale to be living out in Arizona. Well, I I remember uh, Daniel told me one time his friend his friend got shot in the leg, and he just went limp. His body just fell over. He couldn't move. Like his that that was it for him. Like he thought he was dead. Like, well, what happened? Well, my brother was selling drugs, and I was living with him, and he kept on the down low. And these guys came to collect, and he didn't have it. They shot up his his apartment, and one of the bullets came through the door and shot him in the leg. And he just he just he fell over. Just fell over. Conscious, but he just fell over. He couldn't move. His body wasn't used to that. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that's different in real life than the movies. In real life, like like when when the movies when they shoot somebody like that, throw back like ten feet. You know, in real life, your body just collapses. Yes, this is what happens. It's glorious. Um, in Hollywood, they they don't really tell you about the smell or what happens to the body when it dies. Yeah, so you know it. Uh, you know, Hollywood's a, a different world than we have, but we know, Aaron, me and you, we were involved in an active shooter incident, remember, when we were kids? Uh, was that when Granddad ran out to the truck? and? Yeah, so yeah. let me tell you, I don't know if I told you this, John, but one uh, uh-uh. one day we were, it's, it's around the summertime, I think, no, it was in May, it was in May or April, we go to Don Jose's there in Corsicana, and I mean, it's busy, it's busy as fuck, and we used, back in those days, we go to Don Jose's like once a week. We go in there, crap chips and salsa. I mean, we just we just you know go to town and uh, it was I remember all month. <laughs> it, was, it was me, it was me, Aaron, Brittany, my mom, my grandpa, Uncle Jay, uh, Michael, Justin, and his friend Aaron, and we were all sitting down. Aaron, and, uh, we, yeah, I don't remember. Was there. 
Yeah, he was there with us. And um, I remember we all sitting down and, like, we'd ordered our food. And as soon as they set the food down on the table, like, I got one bite in, John. We heard this loud pop. And I thought it was, I thought it, the microwave had exploded because I see this cloud of smoke. I smelled too. I thought it was an appliance failure. Yeah, so we see this cloud of smoke. And then we're all just kind of sitting there minding our own business. And then the manager comes out and he yells, fire. And, John, when you talk about fucking, there's, when, when you see, when you hear these stories of all these people dying inside of nightclubs, that shit's true because everybody was running trying to get out that fucking bitch. Yeah. Crowded and it was real smoky. And I just wanted to sit there and eat, man. I didn't care about any of that shit. Yeah. And Uncle Jay, I mean, he could walk at that time, but his legs were giving out. So a big Russian crowd like that, you know, I, I pretty much had to pick him up and carry him because they were going to trample him. And, um, I mean, it was just chaos and anarchy. Well, come to find out, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't an appliance. What had happened was, is uh, a waiter that worked there was dating uh, this guy, a, a cook, a guy that worked in the back, and she was cheating on him with somebody else that worked there. So he went to his house and got a gun, a rifle, came back up to the restaurant, pointed the pointed the gun at the uh, the chick. And right as he pulled the trigger, she fainted. And so, Mister, but you know, we, the gun went off, and like nobody got hit, thank God. But it was just pandemonium. Yeah, what? man. Yeah. What you saying? How do you how do you get all how do you get all these facts? Come on, dog. It was in a, it was in the newspaper. They were talking about it up at school, but like the next day, and I was like, oh, uh, I was there, and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, no, we we were there when it happened. A lot of people didn't believe me. But, I mean, we were there, you know. I remember, I remember standing outside, and it was cold, and I just wanted to eat my Mexican food. Well, and so I had rice. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it looked good. It smelled good. I got one bite. That cheese was all melted, and then bam. And my grandpa was a retired cop. <laughs> my grandpa was a retired cop. And when, he, when we learned that, you know, it was gunfire, he went to the truck to go get his gun. You know, but my grandpa at the time was – you know, 50-something years old, and just, you know, it was, my mom was like, don't go in there, daddy, don't go in there. And <laughs> yeah, good old job. Retired police officer, firefighter. There was this lady, she had to be in her 20s, and, like, she's barefoot, and I don't know where she came from, but she, like, sprint, like, all the way across the fucking parking lot, was, like, screaming. Like, and we nobody knew why, and I guess she was worried that her kid or somebody got shot, and she was just screaming and hollering. And uh, this other dude was kind of a jerk, like, ran up to her and grabbed her and said, calm down, calm the fuck down. And, like, we were just all like, what the hell is going on? Ah, uh, good old drugs, man. Yeah, no, I, so, I, I've, seen that. I, I've seen that before. Like, we were driving, huh? Sorry. Yeah. Here's, here's the shitty part, though. When we went back the next time, we told the manager, hey, last time we were here, uh, we didn't really get to eat because the gunfire went off. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll uh, get you free dessert. I was like, motherfucker, fucking meal, man. He almost died up in here. God, my ass. <laughs> I've been close to death, man. It didn't feel like that. <laughs> well, this is worse because you didn't know, you wouldn't know, you know, at least, you know, in your state, of, you got the state of awareness. Like you, you need to be alert to some degree. But when you're just sitting in a restaurant and gunfire goes off, you know, yeah, I'm always going to game over you're a fucking bomb that's 10 feet under the ground. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, you're in a war zone, you know. It's not, it's just that 
Uh, until like the last 10 years, you would never expect to just go out somewhere and have to worry about getting shot randomly. You know, nowadays, well, nowadays, active shooter events happen uh, more often. I so. think I, I think I was just reading that five got shot. Always been happening. Yeah, but it's more frequently. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that the rise in occurrences is, is is up over the past ten years. It's I think not, it's always been, it, had the the news coverage just before. Well, you know, I mean, but when you got instances like Sandy Hook, uh, you know, twenty three kids get killed. I mean, that's when, when did that ever happen? You know, I mean, children, not, not teenagers. Yeah, but those those are high schoolers. I'm talking about five year olds getting wasted. Well, I was still at school, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the it's the world we live in. I don't yes, have there have there I mean there was an active shooter back in the sixties, that guy at UTA or UT Austin, I mean, when he got up in the bell tower. So I mean they they've been around, it happens, but it just seems like you hear about it more. Maybe it is just the news reports it more. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't when we were growing up, I never heard about anything like that until Gollum Columbine. Facebook and the internet as often. Yeah, we had T V. We watched a shit ton of T V. Yeah, we were always watching wrestling and cartoons. Which brings us to tonight's topic. Wrestling. <laughs> Bro wrestling. Uh reason why I wanted to get into it is because we were uh we watched the Royal Rumble last night. John, you see the Royal Rumble? No, no, I was too I was too busy with working and stuff like that. I didn't have time to watch it. Yeah, we watched it. Um so nowadays, Aaron, when they do the Royal Rumble, nowadays, everybody wants yeah, you can't help it. Every time I say nowadays, you got to bust out with Eminem. Every single fucking time. Damn it. You do it too. I don't want to hear it. Uh, so, anyways, uh, <laughs> what they did in, in, in Royal Rumble is they now have they have the normal, the old school Royal Rumble where it's, you know, 30 guys. Mm-hmm. But they also have the women's division of Royal Rumble where it's 30 women. And mm-hmm. what, last night was the second time they've done it. What'd you yeah, say? You said something dumbass, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Royal Rumble, yeah. For women, anyway. Yeah, second one. But this one was interesting because at the end of the men's Royal Rumble, there's like, you know, two guys left in the ring. It was Dolph Ziggler and Randy Orton. And Nia Jax ran up in there and took a spot of one of the guys. She took our truth spot. And she had already been in the Royal Rumble. She ran in there and, like, was going to town on those boys, man. Who who went up winning that one? Uh, ended up the winner was Seth Rollins. He, he came Seth. So while all that was going on, Seth Rollins was laying outside of the ring when he jumped in, and it was him and uh, Braun Strowman. They were both laying outside the ring, and they rolled in at the last minute and threw everybody out. And it was just them two. And then uh, Braun just got he got he got pushed out of the ring, and that was it. That's usually that's usually what happens. The ones you're gonna win usually rolls out underneath, and you know they, everyone knows they have to go over or some bull crap. And well, you know when the, the when the whole the downfall of Bret Hart before the Montreal screw job, me and Sarah watched that, and it was at a Royal Rumble, and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart went out the ring at the same time, and but Stone Cold hit the ground first, but the ref didn't see Stone Cold hit it, so they called Bret out. And that's what started Brett getting all pissed off because he was like, you know, I shouldn't have been, I should have won, you know, but. Crap and rehearse it, you know, so they knew who was going to win. Yeah, I know that. 
I'm not saying that I don't know that, but still, you know. What was he getting all mad about? Was it just part of his character, or was he legitimately uh, legitimately mad that he didn't get the title? Well, they say that he was mad because when he was leaving the company, uh, he thought that they were going to let him leave by disqualification, not actually getting beat. And you can watch the match here. I mean, it's plain as day that they cheated. The referee says that Bret Hart tapped out. Like, Shawn Michaels put Bret Hart in the sharpshooter, which is Bret Hart's signature move. And he said that Bret Hart tapped. Bret Hart didn't tap. You can watch the video, like, a, a bunch. What happened is, is that when they were going down to the ring, and Bret, he knew it was his last match. He knew he was, he was going to start work at WCW, like, the next night. And he was talking, you know, to Vince McMahon. And he was like, well, I, you know, I don't agree with just losing um, – let me go out with, you know, like a disqualification. That way, you know, I, I won't say that I got beat. And Vince was like, um, okay. And then he told Shane, or not uh, Shane, Triple H. So Triple H and Sean, he was like, uh, look, guys, we got a business decision to make here. And if Brett doesn't play a, a ball, you know what to do. So that's what they did. And after the end of the match, Brett. Huh? Did people actually confess to this? Yeah, I've watched like fucking four documentaries on it. I've watched interviews. I've watched sit downs with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. That's uh, so duplicitous. So what? Duplicitous. How is that? How is that acceptable? How is he not able to sue or something like that? Oh, oh. So what happened is at the end of the match, uh, Bret Hart. You see it on camera. He stands up and he spits a big old loogie right in Vince's face. I mean, just yeah. we're talking. For all the listeners out there, we're talking about the Montreal Screwdriver. And then they go back into the locker room, and Bret Hart punches Vince McMahon, like, in the eye. Oh, shit. Gives him a black eye. And then he leaves. And he's not seen WWE for another fucking 15 years or so. Um, Eventually eventually comes back. I mean, not in the wrestling capacity. capacity. He just comes back to say, you know, hello. Then his brother got killed in the ring, and, you know, I think pretty much all of them. I think Brett's the only one left because Jim the Anvil Nineheart, he just died. And Owen died. British Bulldog died. Um, that other guy. Uh, the, that the Canadian. Uh, the Tasmanian. What's yeah. his name? I, I, well, uh, Chris Brian Benoit. Dillman. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit died, yeah. yeah Drug over. Died. Well, Benoit was, wasn't in the Hart Foundation, but yeah, I mean. But yeah, uh, uh, Latino Heat, Eddie Guer- Guerrero, Guerrero. Yeah, like Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, he was he was Benoit of Benoit's guys. He died too. Benoit died from steroid overdose though, and you can't when, some sort of drug abuse. When you get on a well, he not only did he die, he killed his wife and kids too. I mean, before he killed himself. Um, he did what? He killed his wife and kids before he killed himself. Shit. I yeah, about. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I remember that broke the news. Yeah. Yeah, he hung himself. And so Vince, like, you can still see matches with Chris Benoit in it, but you can't search for him. Like, in the network app, like, you can't search for any Chris Benoit stuff. They don't make any Chris Benoit action figures or sell the merchandise. And he was a big deal at the time. But, uh, because yeah, he was, uh, he's really stout, very aggressive. Yeah, he came from ECW, and he was like one of the main guys at ECW. And, you know, for him to cross over was a big deal. And, yeah. uh, they just, you know, did, just went did crazy. They, did they claim Rich, that, 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 that McMahon knew about steroids? Did, do what? 
Did they claim that McMahon knew about the steroids? Oh yeah, no, no, he got see, he got he had to go to federal court over it. I mean, yeah, there's no okay. question that that Vince and look at Vince, man, he's like fucking seventy something years old and he's jacked. I mean, he's got muscles everywhere. They, yeah, he's using uh, steroids. So Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon's all muscled up now too. It's all entertainment. You can use steroids if it's entertainment purposes. Well, I mean, they're illegal, though. I mean, they may be using legal, like, uh, Andro or something in another country, like the, yeah, well, you know. Things like the ball and deck ball, those are all illegal, but if well, you're illegal steroids, then what does it matter? Well, the problem was, well, I mean, yeah, but you're when you're making your employees use it, you know, like, you need to use this to get big. I mean, that's when it starts to be a problem. What do you think, like, so what was all that litigation for? Was it discovered that he was impressing upon his, his employees. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a big scandal. Yeah, it was back in the 90s. But um, uh, nowadays, uh, there you go again, fucking <laughs> nowadays. I don't know the, another, what's another word for nowadays? Currently. These currently, days. These days. These days is all you got to say. <laughs> At this moment in time, that's why you don't see a lot of the super muscled up guys anymore. Like Brock Lesnar is one of the last ones. And he was using steroids. I mean, he, but he got accused. He's been he's been tested. He's tested positive for steroids before. What about uh, Goldberg? You think Goldberg used them? Uh, yeah, he, he had uh, an autobiography that he wrote where he confessed that he used them in his earlier days, and that's why he um he tore he had a really bad injury where he had testicular torsion. He ripped his spermatic uh, cord. He talks about the, the the science behind his injury and how he had to recover, bro. Shit, that was, that was a painful injury, dude. He ripped his shit to pieces. I'll say that uh, Mick Foley probably didn't use steroids. Yeah, you can clearly see that Mick Foley didn't use nothing. No, nah, Foley was just he just got to take a lot of punishment. He yeah, he could beat the shit out. Of him. <laughs> yeah. And you got those little guys like the Hardy Brothers and uh, Rey Mysterio and uh, yeah, all the three Detroit of those were in. Guys. All three of those were in the Royal Rumble last night. Mysterio I, and Hardys. I wish they used them, but I can't say for sure. Who? Edge. Remember Edge? He's like six oh, five. Edge and Christian. Yeah. I don't know the the smaller guys. It's hard to say, but definitely the big bastards like. What about oh, Kevin? Kevin fucking Nash. Oh yeah, he definitely him. I mean, think so, Kevin yeah. Nash. You don't think he was oh, that yeah. big? I mean, look how. I mean, the guy's a giant. And I've actually seen Kevin Nash in person. I mean, he's like a real life giant. Uh, he's yeah, he's like one of the, tall man. Yeah, we, he was at one of the conventions we went to, and I mean, like his forearm is like fucking the size of your leg. I mean, he's just massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shook his hand, and like his hand was like a bundle of bananas. Yeah, you know, I was like, "Fuck, man!" His hand just followed my hand. Yeah, he's big, big dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just you know, I mean, think of think of <laughs> think of human beings like you know, like humans back twenty, thirty thousand years ago. It just getting that muscular, it's not natural. It's just that you got to be doing shit. If you're getting that big, then you're you're using something. The Spartans used to do daily inspections, and if you didn't meet muscle and body fat measurements, you were in flock. Yeah, but they weren't like big old bruisers with you know fucking 
you know, 85 inch chest or whatever, and fucking, you know, 38 inch biceps. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's, it, it just wasn't, I mean, they were the lean, the clean cut, you know, the, the well, speed I always guys. thought, uh, uh, what's his name off 300? What's his name? Play Leonidas, um, Bernard Russell. Bernard Gerard Russell. Butler. Gerard yeah, Butler. Gerard Butler. Dude, I thought yeah. he was, he had, do you think he did something get ready for that movie? Oh, that's they, all they, they trained. I think they said they were training eight hours a day, like physical activity, nonstop yeah. for six yeah. months. Yeah, yeah it, they, just, it just doesn't look like him. Just doesn't. We look at it like, oh, that that is that is Jerome. Holy fuck, man! <laughs> yeah, he, he, but for that role, they busted their ass to get in shape for that movie. I mean, oh, yeah. they had workout nonstop. And then they, there were some tricks. They did some, uh, some shading on their muscles to accent their abs to make it look, you know, darker. Are you talking about 300? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's some movie magic there, but yeah, they, they, they busted their, they busted their ass. Any, any guy that gets put into a comic book role, uh, they got to get into shape quick. That's why, uh, Chris Pratt lost a lot of weight because Chris Pratt knew he was like, look, they're not going to, they're not going to make an action figure of me if I look like this, you know. So, yeah, so that's why he had to drop. Uh, what was his name? Ryan Reynolds got for his role. Um, Chris Evans, uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill put on some serious muscle to be Superman. The, like, he's always been – he's always taking care of himself. He's always been kind of body conscious, you know, a little bit vain. But when he went into Superman – Dude, he worked out. Yeah, I guess the most the actor who changes the most is Christian Bale, though. That that dude, he changes his body all the time for roles. Uh, yeah, he's had a couple of hospitalizations because he cut too much weight too quickly. Well, in this last movie, he did Vice. He gained weight. He gained like sixty pounds to play uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, really. Do the Dick Cheney song. You know it. Well, the real didn't, Dick Cheney, didn't, please didn't stand Sammy up. Didn't Sammy Zayn do the same thing, Shane? Didn't who? Sammy Zayn, they, they, they wanted him to play the the, the, the Phantom. Oh, they, Billy Zayn? Yeah, they wanted to give him a, um, a body suit with padding. He said, hell no, I won't work out. I won't yeah. They, well, when the, the, guy who, the guy who made the Phantom, which this is back in the 30s, he was still alive. Like, he was still alive when they were making the movie. And they went to him and they said, hey, this is the guy we're going to cast to play. And he's like, that guy? He's too thin. And they were like, well, we're going to get him a suit and muscle him up. And when Billy Zane overheard that, he was like, no, I want to be the character. So he like busted his ass at the gym, getting in shape for it to where he could wear the spandex and look muscular. So that's all. When you see the Phantom, it's all Billy Zane. He wasn't that muscular. Do what? He wasn't that muscular for that role. Yeah, you got you got to go back and look at the videos. I mean, the dude's cut. Just go back and check it out. He muscular. Uh, he was, he was, uh, you know, athletic, but he wasn't muscular. It was yeah. okay movie. It's still okay. Movie, Just, I love the Phantom. We, we watched the Phantom until the damn tape nearly broke off the fucking thing. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> love that. Did you, did, Joe? You, you had the, the tape. You had the um, the cassette player that rewound so hard it only stopped when it jerked. Yeah, well, it stopped to sound like something cracked. Like it's cracked. I mean, just yeah. Wow. Dramatic weight changes. Uh, Christian Bale, he lived on half an apple a day when he was playing the the one where he worked as a insomniac. 
I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that he was only eating an apple. I heard about that. And there was ten minutes on by half an apple. That's how he got the weight loss. But, but there's, there's paramedics on standby like 24 7 for him, right? Just in case. Passing out and stuff. He couldn't stay conscious. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's what it takes to be a millionaire, John, I guess. You got to be able to not eat an apple. Well, or yeah. Anything. And for, for whatever reason, they wanted that part of the character to be presented as, as one of his health problems. Like, not only can he not sleep, but he also ain't eating right, and it's causing him to lose all this weight. And you can just see that whatever he's guilty of is literally killing him. You think you think Stone Cold was taking something, Shane? Oh yeah, John. Look, look at look at look at Stone Cold like when he's when he's in WCW as Flying Brian or whatever, Hollywood, the Hollywoods or whatever. And then you watch him when he gets to WWE, especially when he got into like when he was a big name. Like the dude is just solid muscle. I mean, top down. I mean. There's a picture of him when he has that flowing golden hair before he started shaving his head, and his arms were pretty fucking big back then, too. Yeah, bulky, but he didn't have that lean, you know, that muscular. And you got to understand, you know, that was when he was like in his 20s or 30s. When he got, when he finally hit big in the WWE, I mean, I think he was 36 or something like that. Really? So, yeah, he was an older guy. Um, him and uh, Chris Angle or Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle? Yeah, Kurt Angle. He was in the Royal Rumble last night too. Oh He's God! Like, what did he do? How long did he take? He got out. Rumble? He was he was out. He, he was the third one in. He got out pretty quick. I like uh, I like young I like young Kurt Angle. He was funny. Young Kurt Angle was funny. I, I thought he was. Funny. Uh, I like, it's true. It's true. You like to watch. <laughs> That's funny part I, about. I, I love the character. And in fact, he's got well, the fans love him now. Whenever he comes out, they're all chanting. It's a You Suck theme song. And they don't mean it like in a bad way. They mean it in a good way. <laughs> well, and so in wrestling, Aaron, they have this uh, they have this term. It's called getting over. But getting over means you win the crowd. And you can win the crowd either as a good guy, which they call a baby face, or you can win the crowd as a bad guy, which they call a heel. And either way... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch the shit ton of wrestling documentaries. I got, I got the WWE Network. Like we watch it all the fucking time now. Um, you mean you, me and Sarah and Roger. Um, and I, I've had parties. John went to one of my parties. It was Royal Rumble or SummerSlam or one of them. I can't. Oh yeah, man. oh the uh, WrestleMania was it? No. no, no, we watched the Royal Rumble one year. It was fun. It was, it was hilarious because this guy got. Oh. This pasty white guy got thrown out the ring, and he had an umbrella with him, and he like opened the umbrella as he was in the air. <laughs> it, was, it was funny, man. <laughs> hilarious. We uh, made fun of Oscar, like her, her yeah. friend of Oscar, probably like Oscar, like you know, from China. Yeah. No, she's talking like Arkansas or something. <laughs> yeah, no lie, John. They had her plus two other Japanese chicks and one Chinese chick in the Royal Rumble last night. So they are going Asian. They're bringing in Asian invasion. Um. <laughs> So yeah, the, so if you if you as long as you win over the crowd, Aaron, it's like when the Undertaker first showed up, he was a bad guy. Now he's one of the most beloved. It was the Rock. Time. The Rock's well, the Rock was a good guy, but they hated him. Like the fans did not like him at all, and so that's what morphed him into being the people's champ. Is because he got tired of being the good guy, like all smiles and playing by the rules, and people would just still boo him because they didn't they didn't like his character. He was just too. He was too goody two shoes. Um, 
So yeah, <laughs> stuff like that's how they. You know. I uh I always like the Hardy Boys, Deadly Boys, and Edgy Christian. But he mentioned that, that kind of punishment every other night. Like he yeah. would expect you to have a ladder tables or something match every time. It's like, all right, I'm, ta- I'm going through a table or chair tomorrow. You know, again. You know. Yeah, you know they don't do that anymore, right? I mean, you barely see, you rarely see that. That's yeah. why they're they're getting hurting in the ratings because adults, people that grew up on that, and now with the product that they're putting out, it's more. Kid and family friendly. But yeah, man, they pick up those fucking steel uh, steps and drop them on somebody. Yeah, fucking um, uh, what's his name? The big Vader. Like Vader. Like those one match where they took the belt buckle off and like his head get busted open and like he's bleeding everywhere <laughs> and he he runs out there and grabs that fucking stairs and just throws it on this guy. Just fucking picks it up and just chunks it on him like it was nothing, you know. Oh and wait, Vader, when, uh, remember when man. Remember when uh, Mankind just on his back and he just threw him on the floor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how much did Vader weigh? Uh, I think they built him at 420 or 350, Hell somewhere around there. I think it was 420. Just coming down what? on you. Hey, 420 is coming down on you. He had, you know. <laughs> but, I think the most know. hilarious thing I ever saw was Hulk Hogan picking up Yokozuna because it looked like he was about to explode from the strain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, Yokozuna ate himself to death. I think really, out, he was, yeah, I think he was around like 600, 650 pounds, and he just mm. died. Um, and then he was still getting in the ring, you know. I mean, that's a five hundred fifty pound man running, you know. I mean, shit. <laughs> and he wasn't, he wasn't Japanese. He was just a Hawaiian guy. Like he wasn't, like he had an American accent and everything. The, yeah, though the Rock was also a Hawaiian. Samoan. Yeah, I don't know if they were. I don't know if they were related, but yeah, they, no. they uh, insinuating that. <laughs> yeah, but they. Um, well, I mean, The Rock has a big wrestling family. He's got like two cousins that are big time wrestlers right now. So his dad. There's pictures of his dad. His yeah. dad's as big as he is. Yeah, we watched when we first watched the first appearance of The Rock. His dad gets into the ring with him because um, he was a wrestler too, um, Rocky Johnson. So I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, fam- family business, but yeah, no, Yokozuna, there was, uh, I think Lex Luger was the first person to slam him, and then Hulk Hogan came later and slammed him, but that was that was one of the summer slams. I did you, uh, they, did, they did on an aircraft carrier. Did you did you see that um, uh, Dwayne, I mean, that The Rock one wants to be called DJ now? He's trying to go uh, initials? Oh, okay, nobody's he, gonna do that shit. He, he, wants, he, be called, he wants to be called DJ, I saw it on, like, you know, Multiple yeah. like, oh, your friend, it's your man DJ. I'm like, who the fuck is DJ? Like, oh, Dwayne Johnson. Okay, so apparently yeah. he's trying to throw the, uh, you know, that man is the Rock. But when people say when people say the Rock is in that movie, they they know who you're talking about. If you say Dwayne Johnson, maybe some people will know, but everybody knows who the Rock is. I know, is. I know, some of the movies say that Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like he changed yeah, it. You, got, you know, you got to sell it, man. You got to let them know this is the guy. This is who we're talking about. You know? That's how it started out when he first started getting into movies. It wasn't just The Rock; it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, he's in like Scorpion King, trying to move Walking. away from that entertainer and move into actual, you know, acting roles. Yeah. Man, he does so much now; it is like it's crazy, man. That's a man that stays busy. He was talking about his schedule one time on. Uh, uh, I was flipping through television one day and I saw The Rock on on some sort of Monday Night Raw or whatever, and he was talking about coming back. He had been gone for like a couple of years and he was just coming back to Monday night. And he said, I woke up 
4 a.m., spent hours in the mountain, the, the house of gains. He was talking about going to work out. And then he went and he, uh, he did filming for one TV show. And then he went back home and then he went to another place to film for that, that movie. And then he went back home again and then he went to the state. He went back home and he's like, God damn it, man. Are, are you sleeping? How much sleep do you even get? Can't make yeah, money yeah. when you're sleeping. Can't make money. At one point, he's had three or four movies a year come out. I mean, that's, that's crazy. But you know, all that, all that stress he was putting on his body, it was a few years ago, right, right around the time he was filming uh, Pain and Gain, that movie that was about the guy that had his, um, his, his gym taken over and had his money ripped off by these two con artists. Anyway, the Rockets growing really bad, and a lot of people say, "Well, people that get injuries like this, it's indicative." So there was a lot of commentary about how he had been using steroids for that role because he, him, and Mark Wahlberg, they put on about fifteen pounds of muscle for that. Dude, they movie. were thick. Yeah, they were thick. They were doing something. They were thick guys. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg ate six thousand calories a day. And then I remember this article. I saved it in my search history. The Rock went on a binge after being on a diet for like three weeks where he drank a gallon of milk in a day and he had like 20 pancakes. <laughs> Aaron, you tried, you tried drinking a gallon of milk once. Remember that? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. You really want to prove him wrong, Aaron. You almost did it. You almost Aaron's did like, it, I can do this. It's easy. You almost did it. I was close. All I had to do was you, you wouldn't let me use the bathroom. I just, that was part of the rules. That was part of the deal. All the listeners out there, it's impossible for a human to drink a gallon of milk in under 45 minutes and not use the bathroom. Like, uh, yeah, I gave you I gave you an extra 15 just because I knew that that was going to work. So Three preservatives in there, right? It's, uh, I don't know, milk. I don't know. It's the shit that maybe the preservatives, maybe because it's from a cow or we're humans. I don't know what, what causes it, but your stomach cannot hold it. You're going to gag. And Aaron, Aaron believed he could do it. Like, <laughs> I had two more sentences. <laughs> I fucking finished it. <laughs> and he walked outside. As soon as he walked outside, John, all of it comes out. <laughs> And you know, I gotta say, I can remember every time I puke, it's been miserable, it's been horrible, it hurts, my eyes water up. That time it just came out. Yeah, you had too much. How, how yeah, was it? Like it was hurting. It wasn't like I, I was sick. It just it just came out of my body. I was like, oh, well, let me go drink the rest of it. It's almost done. <laughs> it was a $20 bad job, but I, I didn't take the money from him. Aaron was working yeah, yeah, Taco Bell. Money. I paid you that Friday. <laughs> if it was, it's like gas to go pick you up or something. Or you're part of the rent. I paid you that $20. Okay. Uh, I don't remember, but I, if, you I do. so, if you say so. <laughs> uh, he's saying that I paid him 20 bucks, or he paid me 20 bucks when he lost that bet. Well, what, what, was the other thing, what was the other thing people did saying? They were saying that you can swallow. Uh, Cinnamon, ground cinnamon, you can't do it? Oh, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. I remember that one because someone actually did it to me, and I had not heard of it. Now, I knew what they were saying. It was kind of like I thought the milk thing was still humanly possible, but at the time, I did not know. 
ground cinnamon was not humanly possible. I had no idea. But I'm thinking, you know what? This could be bad, but how bad could it be? And so they hand me this spoonful of ground cinnamon, and I take a bite of it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to chew it. And I'm thinking, guys, this isn't so bad. And I immediately start coughing. And not only did I start coughing, I started choking. I choked so hard. I went and slept with How'd you uh, get? How'd you get it down? Water. Because it came out. Boy, <laughs> I, I, fucking water. It was, it was bad. Yeah. Like ground cinnamon. I get. How much do you have to eat to get that? Because I'm sure. I'm... No, it was a. They said a spoonful. You can't eat a spoonful of ground cinnamon. Go ahead. So Go ahead. Let me, see, let me see this happen. Well, I know. I just. What's the shit that you pour on your like French toast though? Is that like something else? It's not that much cinnamon. Ground cinnamon is fine powdered cinnamon. So when I say fine powdered, it's almost like pepper, but it's not spicy. It's cinnamon. And you, you know, you eat cinnamon all the time. But when you take a spoonful of ground cinnamon, I don't mean a a teaspoon. I mean a tablespoon, something that you would scoop out some peanut butter with. And you put ground cinnamon in that spoon. You try to eat it. Let me me, tell me what happens. Let me let me hear about it. What's your personal? I remember a guy on YouTube did it. He goes, I'm tired of this bullshit. I don't do it right now. Here it is. Cinnamon. He did it. He was like, <laughs> he just came right to his mouth. <laughs> he came right back out. He was like, you want to see, see something funny on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Look up the guy that eats a California, uh, Carolina ghost pepper and drinks a fireball whiskey bottle at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It was it, his reaction is so terrible, but it's so funny to watch. <laughs> I, got, I, I got all that hot shit out of my system when we were living at that uh, that apartment. I made my own salsa. I put like yeah, three habaneros. Can't even taste the salsa. Oh, I'd have one bite and I'd be like, "Well, that's the end of that. I can't eat well, anymore." I I I very I very told you to let it yeah, you oh, yeah, making it so hot. Well, they said I shame let it rest. You know? <laughs> that's all it was saying. You didn't let never let it rest. You ate like, oh, it ain't that hot. Well, you never let it rest. That one day you let that sauce rest for three days. That shit got hot. <laughs> Fucking burn your mouth off, man. That, you, can smell it. It. you can smell it before you even ate it. <laughs> the, bad, the bad part is when you go in to take a shit, now your butt's on fucking fire because you got habanero peppers coming at your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking burns. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, I got, I got, you know, Sarah bought me these uh, fiery nacho Doritos here recently, and those, those bitches are hot. I, I'm just not. The thing about it, Shane, is that when you were making that salsa, you'd be smiling like a fucking idiot, putting all that habanero in there, and we're like, saying, mm-hmm. in it. Oh, I've got to have a lot. <laughs> I want to crank that heat up, boy. I want to turn the heat up. I need mm-hmm. the heat. I understand. You, you know how bad this is going to be, but you're sitting there smiling as you make it. I know how bad this is gonna be, but I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I like the I like the flavor, man. I like the I like those peppers. I like the way they taste. I like the the salsa. You like that heat. Get, what you did get is the burning sensation. Yeah, well, it's too much. Obviously, that's well, what humans do. Humans indulge, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> but at least you're there like my grandpa and burnt off your uh your taste buds you know that's a good that's thing that's why I got that while I could man you, know, you burn that shit off man you won't have no taste buds like him I, I remember y'all telling me about that too you're like you know hey ease off of this go bad yeah you ain't gonna taste nothing then you really gonna hate it <laughs> 
well, uh, see, what, is that taste buds? Huh? intertwined. You can't taste without smelling. Yeah, what about that uh, sour candy, like those lemon heads or warheads or whatever? Y'all remember those? those oh, man. Those warheads were almost punishment, dude. You oh, get enough man. warheads in somebody's mouth at one time, they're going to cry. God, <laughs> I liked them, but God, man, it was so sour. Concentrated sourness. It was so extreme. <laughs> like you got the image of somebody, their cheeks are getting sucked into their mouth because it's so sour, and, and that's really no shit, man. It was like that. You can't not what's the most? Face. What's the most y'all have ever taken? How many? How many of y'all tried to put in your ass three. at once? Mm-mm. And you couldn't. You couldn't three. More than three. Too much. I think two. That was it. Put two. That was all I could take. Oh, shut, man. I thought I was gonna fucking lose my tongue. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. Isn't there some kind of lemon salt you can get that's just as sour? Isn't there something you can you can buy yeah, over the shelf? Yeah, that lemon. Yeah, there's always lemon, uh, lemon pickle salt, something like that. Uh, Put on your beers and stuff. Mm. I've never sour been a fan. Yeah, it's not bitter enough as it is. I think I like limes more than I do lemons. I think I like I like lemons more than I do limes. Yes. The what? Do what? This is a very stimulating conversation talking about. Oh, it's, it's how you get something. It's how you get started. You know, you got to get fat there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't fucking like lemons and limes. We fucking like it. <laughs> Citrus is good for you. But here's the problem, John. I don't ask for limes when I go to the restaurant. Maybe I should start asking for them. Well, yeah, they're not gonna bring it to you unless you ask for it. Yeah. They, they put lemons, like lemon in the water is pretty common, but is lime just as common? No, not really. I, I never had no one to bring me lime, you know, on their own. It's always, every time I got water or tea, it's lemon. It's, it's standard to go with a slice of lemon. Oh, I don't want lemon. I want lime. Then you got to ask for that shit. Y'all know that, um, y'all ever been camping and like, you had to go take a dump somewhere, uh-huh. and it's like a hole in the ground. I think yeah. they, the, sh- the shit that they pour over, don't they call that lime, too? Isn't that what that's called? Uh, I, I, are, you I, talking- huh? are you talking about the chemical lye? No, I thought it was called lime. I thought there's some shit called lime that you pour over your, your, your crap to cover up the smell. Dirt. <laughs> you bury it. <laughs> <laughs> What? I thought you. Tra- I thought you. No, it's a chemical because they want to dissolve the shit. Like they don't want. Dirt. <laughs> they don't want we... the shit piling up in the hole. No, we take dirt. They just cover the shit up. Dig your own campsite. I went to. It was this white powder that they you had to pour on your shit after you got done. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, sure, maybe it is. I, it sounds about right. I don't. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. I remember that camping. was uncomfortable though. I was a, it was a camping trip with a bunch of people, and this guy walked with me to the you know where to go take the shit, and he just kind of stood in the bushes. And I was like, "Hey man, uh, need a little bit of privacy here. I mean, I'm taking a dump right right out in the open." And uh, anyways, yeah, I just remember that that movie Friday. Hey, Smokey's out here taking a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right beside somebody's house or something. Yeah, behind a bush. Opened up. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell anybody. <laughs> uh, the, uh, could you ever do that, Shane? You, you ever gonna have to go that bad that you just take it anywhere? Right? Yeah, actually. So, so when, uh, 
mean, I'm talking about recently. So when Roger was uh, in the hospital, I had to go. Uh, I was taking Sarah. And what we would do is I would take Sarah to the hospital, drop her off at the front door, and go park my car. So when we when we left the house, I had to go take a shit. I was like, uh, well, I'll just do it when we get to the hospital. We get to the hospital, drop her off, and I was like, damn it, I got to go now. And, but I couldn't park anywhere because, you know, you can't, if you park, your car's going to get towed. So I had to go into the garage and I was like, okay, maybe there's a rest, maybe there's a restroom like on one of the floors in the garage. No, no restroom. So I was like, God damn it. So I get down to the, I get down to the bottom floor and I'm walking into the building. There's, so there's two buildings. The first building I go into, I was like, I know, there's got to be a bathroom around the corner. So I fucking walk all the way around the corner and I'm like, at this point, my butt cheeks are clenched in. So I'm walking on the balls of my feet, trying to fucking, you know, hold it in. And I go and I look around the corner, nothing, man. The fucking door, it's there's nothing. And I'm like, I'm farting and it's fucking stinking. And I just fucking hold it. I'm clenching as tight as I can. I take one step outside off the curb and shit myself. Just right there. Just the turn oh, came no. right out. Couldn't hold it. So so now, you know, I'm, I'm saying hi to people, walking by, trying to get to the to the fucking bathroom as quick as possible. I mean, I'm just going to beeline straight to the hospital with this turd that's wound up in my underwear in the back of my fucking pants. And I get to the restroom and, you know, I drop my pants down. And thankfully, the turd, it was just a solid piece of shit. It was just a round turd. So I didn't, like, make a mess all over my ass or anything or get all in my jeans. It was just a turd rolled up in my underwear. And the turd just rolled out, rolled out into the toilet. And that was it I, had to, I, I took those underwear and I threw them in the trash and I just went without underwear for the rest of the day Sarah called me and she's like what's taking so long and I was like well I had to use the bathroom she's like well it takes that long and I was like well I shit myself well, <laughs> the <bitch> just <laughs> <on her>. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good you pair of underwear though man I don't know what it is you've never been able to hold it in <laughs> I had to go man I had to go I couldn't do it I couldn't hold it. I tried. As soon as I stepped off the curb, that's when the shit came back. You may, may nothing top, I could do. Remember that topic I sent you, Shane? Oh, the elements, the fire yeah, elements? Yeah, the, earth the stupid ones, so you can make a conversation out of it? Yeah, I was trying to think of which one I would be. Uh, well, tell so, me Aaron, you. John, John oh, wanted yeah. to discuss, like, what element do we think we are? Like, you know, you got fire, earth, water, wind, heart. Heart. And your powers combined to form Captain Planet. What like what which, do you feel uh, more that you are? Captain Jackass. <laughs> you couldn't decide, Shane, who you were? Uh, if I just had to pick, if you're like, you know, just pick one, I guess I'd go Earth. I'd be, I'd be Earth. Like Earth. Scorpios, and the Scorpio sign is an aquatic sign. So water. Uh, water. Uh, what about you, John? What you got? I, I feel like I was fire because, like, I want to affect everything around me. You know, I just want you got that passion, superhero bullshit, and you like, want to feel like <laughs> John's got that. John's got that heat. I want to feel when I'm around. You know, like mm, feel feel the burn. I want oh, to yeah, feel herpes, it. Yeah, feel the yeah. burn. <laughs> so you're the uh, you're the you're the redhead planeteer from New York. Oh, I thought he but... sucked too. And Aaron, Aaron's the Asian chick that's riding the dolphin, and I'm the black kid from Africa. Who who was your favorite uh, planeteer? Uh, the the redhead guy, the fire dude, right? You, you, you think he was the coolest one? The, I actually, you know, what? I take that I take that back. I like the Russian chick, the air, the the wind. Just yeah, because yeah, she's a, a Russian chick. The, the redhead guy was just you know just like a dumbass. 
Well, that's they made the American like the arrogant fucking hothead, right? Like he was always huh. jumping in, never never thinking shit through. Just yeah, burn it. Always... Fire, burn it. Who cares? Burn it. Cheadle <laughs> 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 did a of Captain um, Captain Planet. And it's really fucking funny. He's uh, what's what happens is uh, he comes down. The kids summon Captain Planet. And he turns out to be a real dickhead. Turning people into trees, and he turns to the planeteers. He's like, "Yeah, bitches, call me again. I'll turn you into a fucking tree." <laughs> and he flies yeah. off. <laughs> I think I seen that they gave him a they put a sh- real shitty green wig on him. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was funny as hell. He's just sitting there. He's turning everybody like this woman pushing her baby. He turns the baby into a bush. He turns the mom into a tree. He just starts blasting everybody. Captain Captain uh, Planet Powers and. <laughs> They're like, no. So, for all the listeners out there, we're talking about a we're talking about a superhero cartoon that came out in the '90s called Captain Planet, and the premise was the premise was he was a superhero that so you'd have these kids and they all had these rings from Gaia the elements. From, yeah, from Gaia, Gaia, the mother of Earth, gave these kids these rings that had powers, and if they combined their rings, they would summon a superhero named Captain Planet. And Captain Planet had like flight, strength, energy blasts. The only problem was his weakness was pollution. So if you hit him with some smoke or fucking Mom. nuclear radiation, yes, he, he would just he was done. Yeah. Right. he would just go out. And uh, so it's supposed to be like help the environment because when we grew up, we constantly got told we're fucking up the environment. We're constantly told that shit. But it's kind of weird because yeah, this is a show trying to teach kids, but at the same time. They had a toy line. They had fucking, they sold merchandise, shirts, you know, cereal. I mean, all kinds of shit. And so it's kind of like, okay, you're, are you trying to give a good message or are you just trying to make money? You know? I, I, yeah. I never Is had it, none of the rings. Yeah, I, I never could collect none of the rings. You didn't get any of the Planeteer rings? No, I never got none of them. I, if there was one that came in a Burger King thing, like a, a, a freaking a toy, I think I got one from that. Because I think Burger King had Captain Planet toys. One. Who was the evil Captain Planet? Who was the evil one? They made oh, the Reverse Captain Planet, where he's like fucking brown and shit. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name. Like it was stupid. He's like yeah. he's all the time. He's sitting there smiling, but his eyes look mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just Captain Planet, but just you know, dirt. We're gonna we're, we're gonna ruin the fucking earth. Everybody's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys didn't give a shit, man. Those guys are stupid. He's a hero. <laughs> gonna take pollution down to a zero. We're just we're out of time. Do what? We're over an hour. Oh, damn it. Oh, Always. Yeah. We did it again. Always. No. Nope. I'm glad we all had this uh, wonderful conversation and we got all this shit ironed out. <laughs> we didn't actually accomplish anything. What, what, wait, wait, wait. We, we accomplished something? Well, Mason. that's big beefing. That's, that's, that's it. That's how it works oh, big beefing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention Taco Bell if they can make a burrito called Big Beefing. Yeah, get the Big Beefing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody walk in there and say, I'd like one Big Beefing. Big Beefing. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, there was a show that Brittany had sent me a link to, and it says, "Well, it was People's Court." You know, People's Court, John. Yeah. 
So it was people's court, and like the interviewer, the guy who like stands outside with the crowd, was announcing like the 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 controversy. And so he goes up to this guy, and he's like, well, "What's the problem?" He's like, "Well, he got this argument, and all this stuff's going on." And at the end of it, he said, "So you guys are beefing?" And he's like, "Yeah, we beefing." And like this symbol came, this words came up across the screen says, "They be beefing." And so, <laughs> And now we got big beef. So we're just, yeah. Anyways, uh, okay. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up for tonight, guys. Um, if you near a Taco Bell, go out there and get you some, get you a big beef, and see what happens. If, if you ask for beef, beefing, they're not offering that at Taco Bell's. They're not eighty percent. Go there and say, say, I want a big beef, and see what they do. They don't do nothing. <laughs> they look at you like. You get it's like, off your meal. You say big beef. You just say customer's always right. That's like when you go into fucking, you go to uh, McDonald's or whatever, and you're like, I want a Whopper. And they're like, what the fuck? Well, see, it's funny you say that because I saw this video of this white kid that was rapping. And you listen to his rap, and it's like, wow, this kid's actually pretty good. He's up in there ordering all these McDonald's items, like a milkshake. But the, uh, he knows the milkshake maker is not working. Or a, uh, a McDouble or, or a quarter pounder with cheese. And he's asking for all this shit. And then the person behind the counter at the very end says, you know this is Burger King, right? <laughs> <laughs> he spent two minutes just rapping about all this shit. And the guy had nothing to say, but this is Burger King. We're not going to give you McDonald's shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think I saw that. He goes in there and he drops like all these fast rhymes in a row. Like they were supposed, he was supposed yeah, to blow them away. You listen to it and it's like, man, he's really talented. And then it's like, this is Bird King, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know how it is, Aaron. When you work in, because you work in fast food, you don't really have the patience for the bullshit. You're like, I don't want to hear stupid shit. You know, come in, get your food, get the fuck out. Before we leave, I want to leave with this story. I was probably 17 at the time, and I have been working at that job for about a month and they teach you a very specific set of motions that you go through to take somebody's order. And this old fucking 50 something year old man comes in there wanting something very specific. And so I'm trying to ring his item up. Now, the way that they teach you to do this is so that the line guys, the guys that are making the food can see what's coming up and they have it ready by the time you take this dude's money and he doesn't have to wait for 10 minutes. And so he's trying to get me to do this for him. And he's like, no, stop. Don't press anything. I want this. And I, he would give me specifically what I want. I want a tortilla and on the tortilla, I want beans. And after the beans, I want ground beef. And then on top of the ground beef, I want the cheese. And then I want the onion. And so I said, okay, so you want a soft taco with beans? He's like, no, no, no. I don't want the ground beef and then the beans. I want the beans and then the ground beef. I have to start typing this in or the cooks are going to fucking make it. And you're going to sit out there and wait. And he said, well, let me talk to your supervisor. And the supervisor just said, hey, guys, make it for him like this. She rang him up and took his money. I said, well, why couldn't I have done that? Why did he have to make it so goddamn difficult? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's when you get in that position. You just learn to just do it. Just, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. Just do it the way you want. You know tell me exactly how you want it. I'll tell the cooks, and I'll ring you up. That's that's how it, all that's got to happen. But nobody has the patience for that. They want you to do – I guess it's it's some of that expression of control. That person wants yeah. to have control of one thing in their life, and that's how you take their goddamn order. Oh, I remember there was this uh, – there was this lady that used to come in the butchers in the grocery store and we we're bagging our groceries. And the only way that we could bag, she would, you would have to take out a paper bag. You take out the old school paper grocery bags. 
You have to fold the top of the paper bag one inch down the sides on every corner, fold it into itself, and then you take a plastic bag and create a lining. And then you put the groceries in a plastic bag and then you put them in that lining. And then you have to carry that shit out to your car. And like, it's just a pain in the fucking ass. What the hell, like, man? He comes in. <laughs> groceries. Her yeah. Name was fucking, her name was Wilma and she had fucking dementia and she started parking like all fucked up in the parking lot and shit. <laughs> people, she'd come in the store angry and pissed off and people were like, this is so sad. Look at her. And I was like, yeah, well, you ain't got to fucking put the groceries in the car. So one time I go out there and I set the groceries, so I set the bread in the back seat. She's like, why'd you put it on the back seat? I was like, because I didn't want to get smashed. She's like, no, put it on the floorboard. And I was like, okay, I just don't want it to get, to go get, don't want it to get ruined. So I put it on the floorboard. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm putting it on the floorboard. She said, no, put it in the fucking back seat. It's going to get smushed. Said, God damn it, lady. <laughs> that you was know, fucking lame. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so Jake Ryan, Shane, you remember Jake Ryan. Yeah. Um, we worked together at the uh, Food Right grocery store in Kearns. And that was a miserable ass job. But Jake got in the habit of playing this game with me. And, and Jake back then uh, was very athletic. And so if I tried to oppose him, he would just threaten me with physical violence. So anyway, um, he got into a, a habit of saying, uh, okay, we're going to do the, the customer carryouts by who sees it first calls it. And so he would see these giant ass carts and say, you're buggy. Ha ha. You got to take it out. Like, what are you talking about, dude? I didn't see that cart. No, it's right over there. It's the one with $300 of groceries in it. Like, oh, you fucking suck. And so he did that to me. And then one day, this lady came in with her food stamp card, and I saw her loading up 400 fucking bucks worth of groceries. And I waited for Jake to come off his break, and I stood right next to her, and I said, hey, here's your buggy. Well, we're gonna wrap this up, guys. All right. What, what's, the, what's the next one? Uh, we'll try. We'll try it again tomorrow. Try again tomorrow. Yeah. I might be working late tomorrow. All right. Well, we'll try it again tomorrow. You say. You say try again, like we're doing it, like we're doing it wrong. Yeah, I mean, we gotta give it another shot, John. Yeah, well, like <laughs> we think it's like we're doing it wrong every time. I right, gotta try again tomorrow. We missed it again. One well, day, right? right. <laughs> Eventually, we'll crack the code. We'll get it. We'll get it one day. Try there. It's on trial there. But anyway, yep. all right, Shane. Take us out, Shane. All right, everybody. Good night. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Big Beefing. Big Beefing. All right. Talk to you later. Later.